Good morning, everyone. Hope everybody's having a good day so far, and hope you all enjoyed the episode yesterday with my cousin Olga. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. Um, it was really nice to to talk to her about parenting and our experiences growing up. So. And tomorrow, um, on Friday, I have an interview slash discussion with my friend Lauren from um, middle school. She was my best friend in eighth grade. Uh, we were close all throughout middle school. And yeah, but I'll, that's a story for tomorrow. But I was thinking as I was preparing for that interview, I was thinking about childhood And I had a couple of thoughts that I wanted to share um, before talking to Lauren so I don't monopolize that time with my random memories. So two things. First of all, do you guys have anyone in your life, um, not in your life, I guess, in your past that has hurt you or just like... And I don't mean somebody like like an ex or something. I mean somebody who you you weren't that close with. Um, but they there's something about them that even though it was like a million years ago that they hurt your feelings, um, something about it kind of stays with you. And then so for the person I'm thinking about, this is, I'm not going to obviously say who it is, but it's somebody from my pre, pre-college, pre so 0 to 18 life. Um, and this person um, really hurt my feelings. Um, we were friends um, in – you know, first we were we were good friends, and then she stopped being friends with me, and then we were friends again, and then she stopped being friends with me again, and it was always like for no discernible reason that I could understand. And I don't know, I don't know why she kind of was like that towards me. And for some reason, I still have like her in mind <laughs> when I post things online or on Instagram or something. I'm sure she pays like no attention to my posts. Um, but I still like feel this need to prove something to her that that I'm like worthy of knowing or that my life is going well, which <laughs> obviously um, in many ways is not the case. Um, but yeah, I just like still have her in mind. Um, and just a weird phenomenon. I'm just wondering if anybody else has anything like that. Um, hit me up, uh, with your thoughts. I, um, it's interesting because I've had other people in my life who I've had like difficult relationships with. My freshman roommate in college, um, also like, we were really good friends and then for some reason she stopped wanting to be my friend and then she she started being like horrible to me um we had to like get our RA involved like she wanted to split rooms so that we basically didn't see each other um i don't know um yeah it was very 
it was a very stressful experience. Um, but she, like several years later, she wrote me an email and apologized basically and was like, I was basically like, I'm really sorry. I was going through my own shit. Um, and because she wrote that email, I that like difficult experience, like I never really revisit it because it feels like resolved and like, okay, like she was going through something. I didn't do anything wrong, I guess. And I just completely let it go. Um, but with this other friend from when I was younger, it just never was resolved. Um, so I still, for some reason, <laughs> like, I don't know, I haven't like a hundred percent let it go. Maybe that's embarrassing because it's like from a young age, but I'm wondering if anybody else has someone like that, that they still kind of feel like they have to prove something to, um, or they think is like judging them. Um, I'm sure, again, I'm sure this person like has no, um, like isn't thinking about me at all. Um, but I'm just like still like need to somehow <laughs> like, I don't know, get some kind of like validation from this person that I am never going to get. Um, I think we're probably like really different people and, um, yeah, I don't know. That was just like a random thought I had when I was looking back on my childhood. Um, definitely not the main, the main experience, but just something little and funny that I thought of. Um, the other thing I was thinking is that I just wanted to share, I guess, um, is, so, okay, do you, did you guys have, when you were in middle school, did you have, like, a couple of couples that were, like, inseparable, like, most people weren't dating, like, especially in, like, sixth or seventh grade, um, but then there were, like, a couple of couples that um, were just, like, spent, like, 100% of their time together, um, so we had a couple of those couples um, in middle school, and I was one of them, or I was I was in one of those couples, um, which is surprising now because I, as I think I mentioned, I'm like really chronically single. Like I, basically, I had had a relationship in high school. I had, uh, which was which is its whole other story. Um, I had a college boyfriend, and then since then, I've had like very short-lived like little flings or like like basically one other thing I would call a relationship which was also really short-lived um so yeah I just like from college to now just haven't haven't had a long serious relationship basically which you know is one of the things I'm exploring and trying to understand why that is or whether it's I just haven't found the right person or I'm approaching things wrong um but anyways, so when I was in middle school, I had a boyfriend. Um, and yeah, not just a boyfriend, but a boyfriend that I was like joined at the hips with. We talked for like five hours a day, like after school on the phone. We went on vacations together. Um, yeah, I mean, I was just, it was like for that age, it was a really serious relationship. And I was recently... Um, I was doing this exercise. I So I signed up for this program um, that my doctor suggested of like, 
you know, it's for people with chronic illnesses and it's like teaching you like coping methods, um, you know, like meditation or like, I don't know, I don't even like scientifically proven things that can like, that you can do to kind of like calm your um, immune system and like regulate anxiety, even though I don't, not anxiety, I guess, but like your stress system. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's really going to do anything. I'm kind of skeptical about it. But anyways, I had like this intake appointment with the nurse um, who's going to be running the program that I'm in. And she, she wanted me to do this meditation exercise. And she was like, picture like a really happy moment. Um, and I recently made a list of, I don't remember if I mentioned of like the happiest moments that I've had just to kind of see like what kinds of moments, like what kinds of things have sparked a lot of joy for me. And I think one of the happiest moments of my life, um, again, maybe this is sad, I don't know. Um, but so basically when, just to back up a little bit, I, I moved to Weston to the town that I kind of spent the second half of my childhood in, um, when I was in the middle of fifth grade. And, it was a little bit of a rocky transition, um, but in my fifth grade class, um, there was this boy that after like a couple months, like I really developed a big crush on, and I talked to him on like AOL, <laughs> and I would just like wait for him to sign on, and um, yeah, gradually we we developed like a friendship, and I was like always like I was just like so into him, like completely. And this went on for like a year um, of like us be gradually becoming better and better friends and me, but me just like being like obsessed with it kind of. And just like, it was like my deepest desire that we would start dating or that he would have a crush on me too. Um, but it seemed like it wasn't going to happen because I don't know, there were just like ups and downs and like he was like, quote unquote, dating somebody else. <laughs> Sorry, this is like sixth grade drama um, for a while. And um, anyways, I, I was like bawled my eyes out when that when I found out about that. Um, so, yeah, so it just seemed like it wasn't going to happen. And then like gradually, like in the spring of um, sixth grade, we just got like closer and closer. And then like basically one day, I found out um, from his friend that he had this crush on me and then he like admitted it to me basically and we started dating. And this was like the, like this was the thing that I had dreamed of for a year as like the most amazing thing that could ever happen. <laughs> and then it actually happened. And I just remember just being flooded with like good emotion and just being so happy and so like, I mean, I just can't, I, it's like winning, felt like winning the lottery, but like way better than that. And it was like, I don't know, for months and months, like eventually I kind of, as, as um, psychologists, you know, have said, like people, you adjust to your circumstances. So eventually I, you know, I like wasn't like as like euphoric about it but like for months I was just like on cloud nine and just 
just so happy and so like unbelieving that this had happened. And like every moment was just like wonderful. And I would, and this is why I was thinking about it um, with regard to my friend Lauren, who will be on the podcast, um, is like, I remember like for all, with all my friends, I, um, I would just like talk about this guy nonstop. I would just, this is so embarrassing. I hope he's not listening. I really doubt he is. I have no idea what happened to him um, or like what he's doing right now. Um, yeah, it's kind of embarrassing, but that's okay. Um, so he, yeah, so I would just like talk about him nonstop um, and like regale them with like all the stories of like us making out or like a nice thing he did. And I would just like, I don't know. I'm sure like it, at some point it drove them crazy because they were like, okay, <laughs> like we get it. You, you guys like each other. Um, I was just like bragging and bragging. Um, but <laughs> anyways, so I don't know. Anyways, I, that that's just kind of like a random thing that I wanted to share. Um, and also just like, um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's so weird that I haven't had that experience really since then, um, of like that level of like joy and happiness at being with somebody. Um, I don't know, but yeah, it was a really fucking good feeling. And then like a year later, um, we broke up and he started dating this other girl and I was like heartbroken and, um, cried for months and yeah, that, that, which was also actually like an amazing growing experience for me. And I feel like that, I don't know. I just feel like that, that kind of sadness, um, that just like pure, like heartbreak feeling that I'm sure we've all gone through, um, just made me grow as a person. And I don't know, start thinking about things. I'm sure like developmentally also just like start thinking about like more abstract things like the universe or like the meaning of whatever. Um, yeah. So that's just a story. Um, I might have more childhood stories that come up as I'm thinking today. Um, otherwise, I will um, talk to you guys later. Hey again, I'm back. Um, it's still the same morning, like 15 minutes later. Um, I'm up really early this morning and yeah, I'm still sleepy and I'm hoping I go back to sleep. Um, I, I have like a bunch of errands to get done, kind of annoyed or just like generally, like, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but like when I have a lot to get done, I get grouchy and then I'm like, why am I grouchy? Like, is there something like, like sad or emotionally going on? And it's like, no, I just like need to get these errands done. And once they're done, I'll feel like a million times better. Um, so yeah, I have some errands to do, but, um, the couple things I wanted to add, um, to what I talked about earlier. Okay. First of all, um, I want you guys to know that I now have a lot of relatives listening to the podcast, um, including my grandparents. Um, huge shout out to my grandparents. I am very lucky to have three living grandparents. 
Um, they were really close. Um, they took care of me, you know, my entire childhood while my parents were working. They picked me up from school and, um, you know, watched me while I was home and drove me to all my extracurricular activities. They all live really close by, so I see them as much as possible and talk to them on the phone. And basically, grandparents are just the best. I don't think there's any kind of love um, that is like the love that grandparents have for their grandkids. Um, just that kind of like joy they take in their grandkids. Um, so yeah, my grandparents are awesome. Hi to them. Welcome to the podcast. Um, okay, so that's one funny thing. And and to all other relatives that are listening, um, yeah, welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks for, for being such supportive family members. Um, my parents do not listen to the podcast. I don't know if they would be annoyed with me sharing that. Um, <laughs> they're like, we know all this stuff already. We don't need to... We don't need to listen, um, which is totally cool too. No obligation for any any close friends or family members to listen. Um, yeah, it's funny. Sorry. They're just like, we've had enough of your rambling. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of kidding. Um, kind of not. Um, so anyways... I, um, yeah, so that's one thing I wanted to just say hi, um, and share with everyone. Um, you're, if you are not one of my relatives, um, you can invite your relatives to listen to the podcast, really just spread the podcast far and wide. I'm sure there's many people who would be fascinated by my daily reflections. Um, yeah. Power to the podcast. Um, <laughs> okay. So the other thing I wanted to share is like going back to the idea of like experiences of like deep happiness. Um, and like I said, I kind of made a list um, at some point of like things that like times in my life when I've been like the happiest. And the vast majority of them um, some of them are like, you know, like academic accomplishment or like work accomplishment. Um, but the vast majority of them are like in new situations with new people and just like feeling like that excitement of the new situation or a new group of people. If there's, if you feel like you click and you're comfortable, obviously there's times when you meet new people and it's terrible. Um, but like, you know, for example, like sixth grade, like when I was still new um, to the Western schools and I was like finding my footing and suddenly had this like big group of friends like those that was like those were like really happy memories. Same with freshman year of high school, um, same with like summer camp, same with, um, you know, like I, I don't know if I mentioned I when I the summer between freshman year and sophomore year of high school. Um, I got to go on this month long trip that was basically like hiking in the Alps. It was one of those like, um, outdoor adventure things that they run for teens. 
Um, it was amazing. It was so beautiful. It was so, I don't know, just, um, I just still remember like the vistas and just like the experience of hiking and like first, like it being so difficult. Um, and then like really learning to love it and trust myself. Um, and like, I don't know, just realizing that I had that ability. Um, I don't know, like we would like stay at these like, um, refugios. They're called, they're kind of like these very bare bones hostels, um, that are spread out through the Alps. So you don't actually have to camp at night. You just stay at these hostels. Um, and they'll like serve dinner, um, sometimes, but they'll also like, it's not like you have an individual bed. It's like, there'll be like a board and everyone will like spread their sleeping bags along that board or something. Um, Anyways, I don't know. It was just such a cool experience. Um, and yeah, I just like loved that. And then like the next summer, um, between, uh, sophomore and junior year of high school, I did the summer program at Columbia, um, which was like amazing in a different way. Like I, um, you know, you kind of live like this college life and I was in this, um, big suite of like, nine or 10 girls, um, we, we all had like, like singles or doubles within the bigger suite, but, um, yeah, it was just this like amazing group of girls and, um, we just instantly bonded and just like the freedom of like the program had like really lax rules. Um, so like as long as you were back by like midnight, you could like just go out in the city by yourself. So we would like go out like to people, like various people, new people in the city, we would go to their apartments and get drunk. And then like the next day we would like go like to museums and like they had like various shows that like Broadway shows or whatever that you could sign up to go to. And it was just like, the culture and the independence and the new people, um, also an amazing experience. Actually, just like every summer in high school, I just had like such different and such good experiences. Anyways, I say all this not to be like, oh, my life is so wonderful. Um, but just like, um, to kind of like, um, look at that just just that interesting pattern that like newness, new people, new um, adventures. That's what like, those are my moments of joy. And, um, and also like the first year of law school, um, which I think I've talked about. I was just like, yay, this is like amazing. I love everyone here. Um, it's just interesting because then I like don't sustain that. I get bored and then I get kind of like, dissatisfied. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, and I don't know how to like replicate that newness in life as an adult. Um, oh, the other things that, the other thing that I have on like my happiness memories is basically like flirting with boys, (laughs) like from, um, literally like elementary school when like some boys would like tease me and we would like, I would always get in trouble for talking during class because like we would be at you know those like four desk arrangements um so we would sit there um you know there would always be like a boy in that four desk arrangements that like was like teasing me or like whatever we were like constantly exchanging like funny jokes or comments and that just like gave me life 
Um, <laughs> and like through to like, just like friendships with guys. I don't even necessarily mean flirting. I just mean like, you know, like friendships with boys um, or they're just like teasing me or something and, and like in a nice way. Um, I don't know, just like that vibe um, of guy friendships um, just throughout life. Um, another thing, obviously then like friendships with girls also, um, and like close relationships like that. But yeah, I don't know. So those are like my moments of joy. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's like common, like everybody's moments of joy are like this, like new and exciting, new and exciting things or, or if that's like, that varies, I guess, by person, um, Yeah, I don't know. And then I kind of fade away, as I said. I feel like then I, I, after like, like by eighth grade, you know, I was like ready to move on to the next thing. By like junior, senior year of high school, I was ready to move on to the next thing. By like the end of law school, I kind of felt done. Um, I don't know how to, I don't know how to kind of sustain that, that joy of that newness, um, in something and kind of building. And I think that's why I've like, you know, with some friendships, like they're like such deep friendships, like for a year or something. And then I kind of like, I probably am the one who fades out or maybe like it's mutual, but um, I don't know. That's just like a common pattern. I don't really know if I have a point with that. It's just kind of interesting, <laughs> interesting to me, um, an observation of myself. Um just looking to see what what other things are on the list. Yeah, like making new friends, moments of independence. Um, yeah, moments of like discovery or, or moments when like all of a sudden like all the stuff that didn't make sense and seemed like a mess and then the mess clears and you're just kind of have this like freedom from like whatever the burden you thought you had was. Like I remember in law school after the um, first year exams were over, like we were done with one L year uh, and like that feeling of like, oh my God, like freedom, like we have nothing, nothing to worry about. We can just be and like party and just like go out to like, lunches and dinners there was like a period of time when we I don't know there's like a few days I guess before like everybody left um and just yeah that feeling that was like a really good feeling um yeah would love to hear you all's um best and most joy-filled times in your life and whether they're similar um to mine or whether they're different let me know um, <laughs> sorry, just got a funny text message. Um, okay, cool. Talk to y'all later. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Um, it is still Thursday, the 17th. Um, just, uh, went back to sleep for a few hours. Um, and I talked to another potential podcast guest um, that could be a really interesting episode if we ended up doing it. Um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of return to what I was saying before and 
kind of put some, I guess, final thoughts on that um, or share some final thoughts. So I was talking about these joy experiences and how the, you know, a lot of my moments of joy have been like moments of freedom or newness or meeting new people and being in new environments, um, adventure kind of experiences. Um, And I don't remember if I said, but also I think growth experiences when you realize something about yourself and you're like, whoa, and um, I don't know, it makes you just something like clicks into place and you understand things so much better about the world or about your behavior. Um, So that's another thing. But anyways, all of these kind of joy moments um, that I was talking about and kind of as I think I said in other episodes, again, I have no recollection of what I have or haven't said. Um, I, you know, one of my goals this year is to find more joy. Um, But I think in a way, um, looking for joy is kind of a counterproductive exercise um, because you... It's like this book, The Happiness Trap, which I haven't read, but I read, um, I just kind of read this guy's general idea, which is basically like the more that you search for happiness, um, the harder it is to find because the search for happiness, the constantly being like, am I happy? Am I happy? Is this going to make me happy? Is that going to make me happy? Actually makes us miserable. Like we're not, that's not what we're really meant to do. Um, So I think a better thing to kind of try to build in your life is something more more like meaning or just feeling a sense of fulfillment, um, which I think you get if your life is just rich with um, different, you know, experiences in different areas. You know, you have your career, you have your life partner, potentially, um, you have your hobbies, you have your friends, um, And you kind of build a rich life by just building kind of step by step in all of these areas and just going through the daily rhythms of life. And even if you don't necessarily, you know, those moments of joy will come and um, you can still like, you know, go on a really cool like adventure vacation or, you know, put yourself into new environments because if you know you like that stuff like I do. But um, the joy it will come in moments, but what you really are trying to achieve is more just the sense of fulfillment and kind of a deeper joy and happiness in your life. Um, so anyways, that's kind of just to to close out that discussion. And the other thing I wanted to say about that is I think some of the things that felt exciting to me are like the kinds of and, and joyful are the kinds of things that are exciting to young people, um, newness, adventure, um, parties, dancing, meeting new people. Um, a lot of young people like that. Um, and I think that there's a transition that people go through as they kind of settle down where it's more the deeper pleasures that, um, feel more meaningful to them. And, and, you know, it's, it's building the family and, you know, being with your kids and, having that deeper relationship with your spouse, your parents, or a few close friends, building out your career. And it's kind of these more mature pleasures that kind of take the four um, as you get older. And I think for me, in a way, um, just that process has been kind of interrupted. 
um, you know, because I got sick when I was around 24, 25, um, everything since then in some ways, I mean, I've grown and matured in some ways, but in other ways, it's kind of been a struggle. Um, and I don't know that I've had time for all of the experiences that I would want to have. And nobody's life is perfect or like follows this blueprint. Um, but I don't know if I've made the jump to kind of wanting a more sedate um, life that's that's fulfilling in these in these deeper ways, or if I still crave that newness and excitement. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. But anyways, um, yeah, those are my thoughts on happiness. And then one other thing I was going to say, I really need to examine this question of how much this, um, like I was talking about, I don't know, this is really embarrassing, but I was talking about that person from my past um, that I feel like I still need to like prove that I'm cool or something or that I'm happy um, or that I have a lot of friends or whatever. And I feel like there's this unconscious part of me that's like, am I wanting to do this podcast to prove something to this person um, who will, again, probably never listen to this podcast and like couldn't care less? I don't know. It's weird. Um, so hopefully that's not my secret inner motivation. Uh, I mean, I do think generally I just really want to, um, you know, put my experiences out there and see if they resonate with people and share with people close to me and anyone else who wants to listen, kind of just like a, a audio blog. Um, so yeah, so I think that's not my motivation, but I don't know. Yeah, there's something about that that's kind of, I don't know. There's, there's that like little piece there. Um, so yeah, uh, I know I've, I've been posting a lot recently, um, almost like I think pretty much every day. So I, I really doubt anyone can keep up with my pace because um, you would need to be literally spending like 30 minutes of every day or more than 30 minutes listening to me speak, which if that is your jam, I salute you and Yes, please continue listening. But um, yeah, I'm wondering if people are going to really be able to keep up. Um, But I just have a lot to share and a lot of thoughts. So you can drop in for some episodes and um, yeah, skip other episodes. I will not be offended. And yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it for right now. Um, If you have any comments, any thoughts, I would love to hear... um, yeah, what your thoughts are on the podcast, what questions or ideas it raises for you, whether you've had similar experiences to the ones I described, whether you think I'm crazy, give me a holler. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye.